You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. I'm Health Editor Dallas Bastian and I'm joined by Annie Butler, Acting Federal Secretary of the Australian Nursing and Midwifery Federation. Welcome, Annie. Thank you very much, Dallas. In the lead-up to the budget announcements, the ANMF called on the Turnbull government to begin restoring the $57 billion cut from national health funding under previous Prime Minister Tony Abbott, and you said the $2.9 billion being promised in the budget for health won't go anywhere near ensuring that the states and territories' hospitals can operate effectively and efficiently. What are some of your concerns moving forward surrounding the level of funding being promised? Yeah, thanks, Dallas. Well, while the government will be selling this as a close to $3 billion injection into hospital funding, we're regarding it as like putting a Band-Aid on a severed limb because the, both the previous government had committed, as we know, to $57 billion in growth funding for hospitals and public health services across 10 years. And even if you do all the sums there, putting $2.9 billion back just for three years is still far less than is needed to run public health services. So our concerns are that nurses and midwives are going to see this in their daily practice, they're going to see their workloads increase, they're going to see hospitals continuing to pursue restrictions where they can, to cut not just staff, but to cut resources. You know, simple things that seem like tiny little things to just, if you, you know, just speak about them. But to nurses and midwives in their daily practice, not being able to find linen properly, not being able to get supplies that your patients need at a time, all those sorts of things. So while there's those very small things, then there's the larger things that are going to impact on communities, which means that it'll uh, make probably emergency departments more uh, crowded and difficult. It can add to um, hospital waiting lists because this means that hospitals can't uh, continue to keep beds open or open beds that they might need to cater for their populations. So it just has these compounding effects, which just puts extra pressure on everybody in the system. The ANMF also wanted to see reverse cuts of Medicare services such as pathology and diagnostic imaging. How did Medicare fare in the budget? Yeah, well, Medicare didn't fare well at all. Um, There was no commitment to any restoration for Medicare. There was just a confirmation that the rebate freeze, which the government is now calling a pause, will continue for the next two years. So this is a big concern because it's it's a co-payment by stealth. It's a backdoor approach to rather than to put the pressure on GPs who then ultimately are quite likely to be forced to have to put that cost onto their patients. While it hasn't impacted immediately on bulk billing rates at this point, we expect that that's going to happen because GPs are going to see that they don't have um, any other option. The government in the budget has announced that they're doing a number of what they would call positive things to Medicare and that's a continuation of the review of the Medicare benefits schedule and that they're going to clamp down on people who they claim are frauding Medicare. 
Um, but really, they're just sort of, that's just tinkering at the edges and putting in the sustainable changes that are needed um, to make sure Medicare is improved. They're not apparent in this budget at all. And while a review is a sensible thing, if we genuinely get to an outcome where the MBS is um, based on cost-effective, evidence-based procedures and practices, then that will be something that is successful. But our our basic take is that we it seems clear to us that the government is intent on its continued destruction of Medicare. Overall, what does this budget mean for, for nurses and midwives? Well, for nurses and midwives, and let's not forget aged care nurses here because there's nothing in the budget for aged care either. There is nothing that aged care nurses um, and aged care workers are going to see affects their daily lives either. In fact, I think aged care workers are probably going to be very disappointed because the government is making a claim that they found $1.2 billion in savings in aged care by making some adjustments to funding arrangements, specifically to ACFI, the aged care funding instrument, and how that works because they're claiming that our providers aren't using this appropriately. And what... What I think our aged care nurses and aged care workers will see is that that $1.2 billion is exactly the same as the $1.2 billion that was in the workforce compact, money that was going directly going to go to the aged care workforce is now being claimed by the government as a saving, which what that means is it's a cut. So I think they will be disappointed. I think nurses and midwives in general will be disappointed that there is no no real funding for health, no real money, no real commitment for the work that's done in hospitals, health services, community, no real respect for the work that they do. The government just doesn't respect their work enough to give them the resources to be able for them to be able to do it properly. So I think they'll be disappointed and concerned about that. Then I think there are a couple of small positives which could which are some of our lower paid nursing workforce could get some benefits from such as they're going, there will be a return to the lower income superannuation tax offset. So that affects people who have low incomes who just suffer uh, negative tax penalties because their income is so poor in relation to trying to accrue super. So that is a step, a small step albeit, but a step in the right direction in trying to give some provision for low-income workers to accrue a decent superannuation amount. What will the ANMF focus on in in the lead-up to the next federal election? Well, given we've had such a poor outcome for health, that's going to be our key focus. Restoring health funding, a commitment to funding to hospitals and health services so we can operate them effectively and efficiently. We'll have a commitment still, we're seeking commitments to Medicare. It's critical to keep Medicare as a proper universal insurance 
scheme and not as a safety net. It's not designed to be a safety net just for the few. It's meant to be something for everybody that allows our public health system to operate efficiently. One of the most efficient systems in the world and much more efficient than private systems. We'll also be focusing on aged care. It's now becoming more critical than ever than to get, make sure we secure safe staffing in aged care and especially to have make sure that we have enough registered nurses in aged care. And also, because it's so important to our members, making sure that penalty rates for nurses and midwives are protected. Thank you for your time, Annie. That's a pleasure.